<clears throat> Let me grab my soapbox real quick. Like, Okay, I'm ready. If you live in the U.S., you have probably seen ads saying something like, we all need to do our part and recycle, which to me seems disingenuous coming from companies like Exxon, BP, and Coca-Cola, which all create things that at the bare minimum can pollute the environment, and in this case, many have. Many of these organizations have launched or participated with other organizations to urge their consumers to recycle or consider environmental alternatives. A popular ad by BP in the early 2000s encouraged people to calculate their carbon footprint in an individual's life. I haven't done the math, but something is telling me that my lifetime of carbon debauchery is incomparable to how much they make in a day. I'm looking at UBP. Another example is Coca-Cola, who switched to pet plastic bottles in 1978. PET stands for polyethylene terephthalate. Now I assume, and I do not know, let me say this again, I don't know, I'm just guessing, that they switched from the glass to plastic because it was probably, you know, I guess financially a better decision. They're probably making more money and the change with the times. People aren't exactly putting their drinks in glass bottles anymore. Or at least not that much. However, Coca-Cola company is making an effort. Their current goal is to make packaging 100% recyclable by 2050. And that's according to their website. I mean, yeah, they are right. We should do our part and at least put some effort to not further pollute our environment. Okay, I'm getting off my soapbox now. Because I, I'm going to be honest, I leave the lights on sometimes, I know. I live in an apartment with a gas stove, I own two vehicles, and I also eat takeout via Uber Eats occasionally, so I literally have no grants to stand on about the whole environmental pollution. Besides all that, um, let's hear a word from our sponsors, Anchor. Now that you're done listening to the ad, we're going to talk about ads. So you're wondering, why does greenwashing matter? And I shall tell you, my dear friends, ads are genuinely manipulative and appeal to people's yearning to be, insert current goal here. In this case, it's to be environmentally friendly. Ads are tapping into this current generational desire for environmentally conscious options, but they're not doing it in the best way, and they are greenwashing. And now I can finally tell you, what is greenwashing? You've probably seen it, but didn't realize. Investopedia defines it as a misleading or lying about the environmental impacts of a company. In 2010, legal writer Richard Dahl stated that advertising is not highly regulated in the U.S. The agency that has the authority to regulate greenwashing is the Federal Trade Commission, also known as the FTC. The FTC has environmental marketing guidelines known as the Green Guides that were made in 1992. As of 2010, when this article was written, it did not address the current claims in the marketplace. The Green Guides were last updated in 2012 and now have a new section on use of carbon offsets and, I quote, 
green cert- certifications and seals, and also renewable energy and renewable maturity claims. Now we have a definition, we have, you know, some idea of what greenwashing is. So now you need to be on the lookout for it. So here are some ways that you can identify greenwashing. Be on the lookout for buzzwords like sustainable, eco, and environmentally friendly. And also make sure you look for certifications from FTC or stamps from B corporations. This is a type of designation that says this company is accountable, transparent, and you know, some other stuff. Make sure you also research brands, look to see if their business has a parent company or if that company is a subsidiary. You can also go to the company's website and look for documents or even case studies sometimes about how they are sustainable, like real life scenarios where they've actually done things, not just we are going to do this in the future and then they never do it. And more importantly, please do not trust everyone in the world about how truthful they are. Make sure you look for trusted resources. You can't just trust every blog. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying like, make sure you kind of convert some of their sources or the information they're saying. Finding a trusted source is always hard. That's why I use today's sponsor. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't have a sponsor for that. I'm just relying on my 10th grade experience of doing MLA, which served me no good in college where I had to write APA in Chicago style. I'm sorry, that was a tangent right there for sure. (laughs) But back to greenwashing, also make sure you focus on like looking out for vague language, like words that convey nature. You can even look at product packaging to see, like, if you're going to say, like, we're a green friendly company and we like to recycle, like, check to see if their packaging is even recyclable. Like, can I recycle this? Like, maybe I shouldn't purchase from you then if I can't recycle the package too. And also, does the company branch off, quote, green friendly products while still producing other things? There are some product lines where they just have, like, the, quote, regular product and then they have the environmentally friendly brand that's not necessarily bad but it's just something you could be on the lookout for and if you haven't heard my other episode on carbon offsetting i think i called it like the great carbon exchange that episode um be aware of what carbon offsetting is and i'll just quickly define it carbon offsetting is done to counterbalance or compensate carbon or fossil fuels now i i'll give an example let's say I, let's say Vera has a business that sells dog food. Her factory where dog food is made has four smokestacks. Don't know why, but it has four. Vera wants to say her dog food is environmentally friendly. Let's let's just ignore all the other issues like sourcing and shipping and blah, blah, blah. So Vera buys 200 tons of direct air capture carbon offsets. Now, Vera can say she has environmentally friendly dog food without taking down her smokestacks and that's because she got those um carbon offsets there (laughs) they're buying well in this case vera is buying offset from someone else so her company can say that she's meeting emission goals with a few caveats of course offsetting their carbon footprint but they aren't changing the actual business to address the issue Vera, you need a better business brand, girl.
And as we expected, there are some pros and cons to greenwashing. So I'll just kind of do it as quick as possible. Some pros are um, it puts pressure on companies to transition to sustainability practices. Um, and if there are legitimate practices, that actually benefits society as a whole. The Michigan Journal of Economic States Marginal, so- Marginal Social Benefits, also known as MSB, um, it's when a company takes actions that have a net benefit on society as a whole. So granted, if this we aren't greenwashing and we're actually doing things that are good for the environment, great, we all win. And then the negatives, of course, are if you're lying, you're just lying. You're kind of being sketchy, you're being deceitful, and that puts a mistrust in the community of people that want to buy these items. And obviously, I just kind of said that as fast as possible, and there are a lot more pros and cons, and we'd be here all day if I addressed all of them, even if I knew all of them. And our world isn't black and white, and there are many things to inquire when considering purchasing an item. If you would like to calculate your carbon footprint, you can check out EPA Carbon Footprint Calculator. If you'd like to learn how to use your spending power or find ethical brands and retailers, you can go to ethicalconsumer.org. And if you would like to read the 2012 Green Guides by the FTC, type 2012 Green Guides FTC into your search engine and ta-da, there you are. I hope you learned something today. Bye.